This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. Thank you for stopping by. A couple weeks ago, uh, someone I know on Facebook shared a quote from David Platt, and I wrote it down. I'm like, I'm going to talk about this and repost oh it soon. And uh, oh boy. I forgot about it, and it came back around. And David Platt, according to his Twitter, is a husband to Heather. He's a dad to Caleb, Joshua, Mara, Ruth, and Isaiah. Anyway, he says, five minutes into eternity, what are you going to be glad that you held on to that kept you from Jesus? I think this is really interesting thing to think about. And we kind of talk about big, big picture things all the time on like, whether you believe in heaven or, or you're religious or not, like you can do, you can exchange Jesus for keeping you from whatever's important to you, but like just reflection on what's, what are you focused on? Like if you're in a bad mood and you're, you're angry at your spouse spouse, are you glad you held on to that five minutes <laughs> to eternity? So I ask you, Larry, what are you going to be glad you held on to five minutes into eternity? I love that you, you set up David as a, a husband and a father to four kids. I he's didn't set of, him up that way. He did on Twitter. Well, he's one of those big time Southern Baptist preachers who was like the youngest mega pastor church in the history of the world. Yeah, he uh, he has a large congregation. He's uh, 42. He's pretty young. Can I answer your question with just a quick story, please? Uh, I was invited to this big time religious golf tournament with a bunch of big time people recently. Mm-hmm. So I was not supposed to be there, just supposed to lots of rich, big, fancy big wigs, but. I sometimes people like me and they invite me to these things. So I got invited to this thing. So it was mostly golf and some drinking, which I'm good at, but then the religious part came in and, 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 and I'm not going to out this person because I didn't, I don't really know them that well, but it was a religious thing. And at one point he's kind of getting emotional. And this guy's like, the only reason I'm married is because of Jesus. And then kept on, like he was telling a story, dropped that in and then kept going. And I, I thought to myself, like, what does that mean? Like, I've been going to church my entire life. I have no idea what he means when he says, the only reason I'm married is because of Jesus. And I came home and I asked my wife, like, what does that mean? She's like, well, maybe you're just substituting for God. And my question about this whole thing you said that David just said, why can't we just say, hey, what is it that's keeping you from being the best you? Why do we got to drop the Jesus into it? Well, because he's a mega pastor and he's (laughs) got to keep it on brand. And I'm saying that we don't have to to use the the church for like whatever it is, um, but to be true to where I got this from, I wanted to be I wanted to be accurate. I kind of think that like maybe he was saying I'm a broken person, and was it not for God or Jesus or my faith, I wouldn't have met this angel that I married. I'm I'm guessing that is what this person says. Hopefully, it's not because. Uh, God told me to, and I'm in a loveless marriage. I mean, by the way, it could be that. I just don't understand the whole, like, I'm once again, I really want to reiterate. I grew up in church my entire life, and I don't understand this question. What are you going to be glad that you held on to that kept you from Jesus? So what, like, like, like the, the act of being Jesus and how he loved people, like, what is it that we're supposed to answer here? I think it's... What are you glad? Like it's, I think it's um, saying 
things that you focused on that weren't serving the bigger picture of life. Like if you are on board with the, the doctrine of the Christian faith, it's like, if you're moving in the right direction and living your life to serve your faith, it's going to pay off in the long run versus focusing on being angry at the person that cut you off in traffic or focusing on how can I make 10% more than I'm making at my current job. Things that the way I view this are in the big picture, not important to your legacy, maybe. So I totally agree with that. But I feel like if we had an evangelical Christian on, he would be like, no, no. What are you doing that kept you from Jesus? And then we'd have to unpack that. Cause I get like, I can answer this question be like, Hey man, what am I holding on to that doesn't make my life better? I, I can answer that question, <laughs> but the Jesus part's the one that throws me up because I feel like evangelical people, the one time I went to a thing in the last month, they threw Jesus in and it completely confused me. Yeah. I mean, they could say that it could be bringing you to, you should be sitting in prayer. You should be serving your community, you should be uh, evangelizing yeah, to your, your community. I mean, there's all sorts of things, but I mean, I think to your point, like, what are you doing that's keeping you from your happiness? Because like, if the, the broad appeal of this is if you, if you're not a Christian, if you're any other faith or if you're atheist, what's keeping you from your happiness? And I think that's more of the exercise I think is interesting. And that's kind of what stood out to me is like, I get bogged down on, oh, I wish I had a better agent, or I need to be reaching out to voiceover uh, career opportunities, and I'm not. And five minutes into eternity, am I going to look back and say, I wish I had a better agent, or uh, I wish I would have cut the grass sooner? I mean, I think that's the thing, like, I, I had a meaningful relationship with people around me. Which brings me to my second part of the pro my problem with this quote is that, and my second part problem with evangelical Christians is they often pull the Jesus smokescreen. They just throw the Jesus in there, which really confused me because then I don't really know what they're talking about. Jesus made my marriage better. What does that mean? But the second part is evangelicals are always talking about your life will be so great in heaven. Like when you die, everything will be perfect. Well, what about now? Like what about literally right now? How do I make that better? I guess, again, that's going to depend on what the doctrine says, because unfortunately, a lot of religions use a divine, a divine character, divine person to get people to do things and sometimes to nefarious results. <laughs> like uh, if you kill this person, you will you will go to heaven or, or whatever it is. Or if you drink this Kool-Aid, what's that guy's name? Jim yeah. Jones. Yeah, if you do the Yeah, the Tim Jones. So, I mean, there's all, all sorts of things. Um, yeah, th there's the other side of this. I'm <laughs> I guess I'm choosing to put my blinders on and just ignoring all of the chaos around it and be like, hey, focus on, on things that matter. Or, I mean, you could even say not five minutes into eternity, like uh, 20 years from now, what are you going to look back on in the year 2021 that you held on to that kept you from a more uh, fulfilling life? Like, you were really hell bent on making sure that you got the best sour beer you could. And you skipped your kids baseball game because they didn't have it at BevMo. And I had to go down to Pleasanton and pick it up. Like those are the type of things. It's like looking back on a, a set of time, the things that you maybe put more effort into that, that aren't important to you.
Okay, I'm no longer not trying to answer your question because of the Jesus thing. Just for the record, I put my two things out there. I'm going to actually try to answer it even as Jesus is in the question. Right. I feel like all of the studies have shown, we've probably talked about this on, on in the show too, all of the studies show that people on their deathbed only really regret one thing, and it's always the relationships, that they didn't have, they don't regret money, They it's just like they wish they would have spent more time, that's it always comes back to relationships for dying people. Yeah. People are like, Oh, I wish I would have made more money for you. Yeah. I mean, this is cheesy and it's Disney and whatever, but I watched the greatest showman on the plane. Oh. And, and it's just like Michelle Williams is the, oh. the actress is saying to Hugh Jackman, like, why are you going off? We have literally everything we could ever want. And he's like, I need more. Oof. But from now on, these eyes won't be blinded by the lights. <laughs> dude i thought it couldn't get worse to the jesus part of your question now it just got yeah uh sad uh, admission i cry every time i watch that movie that's a great movie that's a great movie well if you want to come join the circus please reach out you can find us at repost podcast on facebook twitter instagram i'm andrew for spit take larry saying thanks for stopping by